Thanks for listening to Reality Breached. Here's our official Game of Thrones Season 8 podcast. Be sure to subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any of your favorite podcast apps. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Reality Breached! Wow! It's it's officially May 20th. We are 24 hours removed from uh, the last episode of Game of Thrones. Forever. 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 Yeah, yeah. So it's so I've gathered here with a, with a couple of dudes to talk about the season. Uh, it's been a very controversial season. A lot of weird stuff happened. Uh, a lot of people really lost their shit this season, both mm-hmm. in the show and in social media. So I got one person who's very good at social media and then one person who's very bad at social media to sit with me. Via wow. <laughs> and we're going to discuss like <laughs> Game of Thrones. So we've got Reed here. Hola, senor. Uh, and, and Daniel Key. Yeah. Um, not much of... I'm, I'm, I haven't done this very often, so uh, this will be welcoming. Uh, a fun experience. I did one with you guys maybe uh, two years ago. but That's about the only time I've ever done one on a, on a current events topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this isn't going to be uh, a recalibrated episode. This is just calibrated. It's just totally calibrated. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what season was this? This was season eight? Season eight. seven? Eight. Season eight. Season eight of Game of Thrones. It was six episodes long. Uh, many of them were about an hour and a half. So it was it was beefier than the six, you know, the six episode count made it seem. Um, but I think it's safe to say that universally speaking, everyone thinks it was rushed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just... it, it, you could argue it's like seven episodes maybe after you add it all up, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, yeah. that was still actually the meme. The meme was, uh, it's like a picture of a, a drawn horse and it shows one season at a time and the horse looks pretty good until the last one. And it looks like a kid drew it with like a crayon or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that meme. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> okay, well let's let's kind of do an overview of the season. I don't want to go through with the you know minutia of every single episode, but uh, let's let's start with the first two episodes because because they are very much alike in that it's just just kind of covers reunions and bringing everyone up to speed and preparing for the Night King. Mm-hmm. How'd y'all feel about that? Uh, I I these are probably two of the better episodes of the season at least the more coherent to me what to a degree these are some of the more coherent episodes there's not weird teleporting from place to place immediately it's just scene to scene you know dialogue and i prefer the dialogue like kind of yeah kind of more like in the earlier seasons where you actually had some like heavy dialogue happening and right yeah like you have heavy dialogue and you have things leading to things leading to things instead of character does thing and then you immediately go to another city and that character's there you know in the first season of the show it took them three or four episodes to get to king's landing yeah right so 
So that's why, in that sort of context, that's why I really appreciate, in retrospect of the whole se- season, that's why I really can, why I seem to appreciate episodes one and two. And and yeah. I I can I can respect that. Uh, I, I, I know what you're. Yeah, go ahead. I, I know well, what no, you're probably gonna say. No, what I, what I'm gonna say is it, episodes one and two seemed a bit too convenient for me. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like, what do you mean like, by we, like, Yeah, what do you like, mean? We, though, we have all be... of these characters who know each other in some way, and mm-hmm. we methodically go through every single, you know pair of characters that have any type of background and close up all of the lingering storylines one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little too conveniently. I I can see that. You know, you could could argue that's probably the entire reason for this season was basically (laughs) trying to close (laughs) as many, you know, just closure. However you can manage that in a series that no longer has RR Martin writing any of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I appreciate the one thing off the top of my head. I appreciated. I, I I like those sort of moments, those characters seeing each other again, and we hadn't seen them interact, or we had never seen them interact uh, with each other. So th- those sort of things are really interesting to me. Yeah, it's, and and I again, I can I can see how they're interesting. I can see how we would celebrate them, but at the end of the day. It, it yeah, was just I, yeah, a little yeah. bit too rom com for me. Just, I can, oh, yeah, I look at this. That. We're going to do this now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when I almost killed you? Oh. <laughs> yeah, and to be yeah, fair, I mean, like, service, yeah. yeah, those yeah. first those first two episodes, they're ba- I mean, they're, they're pretty forgettable. I mean, <laughs> I mean you're not going to be thinking about them in a few weeks. That's I fair. I think. Like, it's just, I don't know. They're kind of forgettable. They're just solely there to kind of set everything up. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. That's definitely true. Uh, I can agree yeah. with that, even if I like them. Were there any setup. standout moments in those two setup episodes? Ugh. I mean, oh. I, I honestly <laughs> don't think, I, I can't think of one, but I'm sure there um, are some. Arya Stark getting laid. <laughs> ah, there you go. Okay. For, for me, seeing Brienne get knighted was really cool to me. I, I felt like that was a good, very good moment. Yeah, yeah. Because I I've just really liked that character. She's been she doesn't she's never gotten respect because she's a woman, but she's a really good fighter. All those they've obviously touched on it throughout the show. So it's it's just a nice payoff to me. I think and that I, was a total I, yeah. social justice feminine movement to like have her be able to be knighted. I and I I kind of disagree with that. There. I'm oh, totally okay. just joking. Around. Okay, because like she literally had to work harder than all the dudes. So oh, I yeah. know, it's a total joke. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm probably the one who would say stuff like that, but I don't feel that way at all about this because we've watched her yeah, work up to it. Shit, She's man. she has earned it. This isn't you know if this was all in a movie, you know, so an hour and odd and a half thing, I could see it. If the entire story of Brian was that. I could maybe understand it. Somebody saying that I've heard people say this about this season that make that same point. And, and I just don't agree. I, I think that was very, Oh, hard. people have been making that point. I, I've heard at least one or two people make that claim where it's like, this is social justice warrior, you know, <laughs> promoting women and this, that, and the other, like brand getting night. And I'm like, dude, they, how do you, how can you say that that's been earned since like season two or three, whenever she was introduced. Totally you, that character has been the most moral knightly character. She is the character that deserves to be a sir. Knightly. Other than like fucking Sir Barristan. 
Brienne of Tall. Yeah. Yeah. Like as <laughs> as good as those two first episodes are, we there there's again, like the fireworks. They're not happen. grander narrative. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fireworks happen in episodes three through six. Sure. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like you're talking about the spectacle stuff for sure. It's, yeah. those are not spectacle episodes. All right. All right. So let, I guess let's talk about let's talk about the long night. Is that what it was called? I think yeah, that was episode three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this I think this is where our discussion is going to deviate very heavily. Yeah, this, because this is how... where the controversy deviates. This is where all the yeah. controversy started. I yeah. would think. Because because yeah, and the, you know and we do and yeah like yeah I think we're all going to have different completely different reasons for everything. So this this will be cool. I want to hear <laughs> kind of everybody's take on all well, this. Okay, shit. so so in a nutshell, the Night King and the Whites all get to uh, Winterfell and they tear some shit up. They kill a bunch of people uh, and everyone, there's a close call with literally every character in Winterfell. Uh, Some people die. Some people don't die. And then Arya Stark uses her new newly found ninja skills to kill the Night King. And it defeats all of the white walkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Taking, ultimately taking care of, the, that entire problem. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really yeah. nice. That basically they were, they were uh, the Night King was like the the home base of the 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 aliens from Independence Day, and once you destroy it, all the others. Yeah, somehow they all explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's a good way to put that. That's a really oh my funny god. I didn't think of that at all. He's, he's not <laughs> wrong. Every any other movie or show where it's ever been like, hey, you destroy the central thing and all of them explode. Yeah. I yeah. can't not think about that now. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, I like, yeah, what, the, what are the takes the, on this? What are the takes here? Like, they laid the groundwork for that a couple seasons ago. Did or, they? Or, or last season. Yeah, they, last season they were like, hey, when you kill a white that, you know, resurrected other whites, then all of the ones they resurrected die as well like that that okay. was established was okay that, yeah, that's, that's that fair too. i couldn't remember i guess that was in was that in hard home like that oh that I, battle? I, I, I think home, so whatever it was do you remember i can't remember where but i i know that it was established because i was my, my, my thought during the whole off season i was like well that's how they got to kill him yeah how, yeah how they have to win the overall situation yeah is by killing him yeah because because otherwise there's yeah. no way to beat him right at least not a clean, not a simple clean way. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I, yeah. Look, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I love that Arya Stark killed him. That's just me. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that was cool. You know, I'm, I'm just looking at the big narrative. You know, it's just the big narrative. Like this has been the existential threat for for a long D- time. Day one, existential threat. Winter and is coming. Get- First yeah. episode of the show, and it's basically an afterthought in this season. Like it's, like it's just one episode, done with. On to the next thing. That, yeah, that's sort of my yeah that that's sort of my thing about it. I'm not as terribly bothered by it being in one episode. I just dislike that the Night King gets killed, and that's it. You don't hear about it again. And this has been the ongoing problem since the start. There's just nothing else to it. No, 
no understanding, no backstory. And I'm not even talking about like a crazy, I don't want a crazy amount, just something like really it's just done. He's dead. So that's it. Yeah. But I almost think it would have been a fair ending to like the end of this season is these white walkers. I mean, it's this unstoppable thing that just every, all the plans they had, it was, it meant nothing. Like, I think that'd be a decent ending. And and that's the George R. R. Martin ending, where oh, yeah, probably so. the, the, yeah, where the Night King just resets the entire playing field. Yeah, mm-hmm. just Thanos snaps the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I guess my so my issues with this episode particularly were, and and these are not all just terrible gripes, but they are gripes to say the least. Them putting everybody in the crypts was just a weird decision to me. <laughs> I'll never be okay with that. That's that's them not thinking fourth dimensionally. <laughs> it's really not. It really is. It's the crypts. Like, what, hang on, I'm trying to remember this. What, what are we talking about? So they put all the women and children and Varys and Sansa and Tyrion the inside people. the crypts yeah, at, okay. at Winterfell during the battle. And during the battle, the Night King resurrects the dead in the crypts. So they start attacking the innocent people in there. Or the I must have missed this part of the, of, the sh- of the episode. You must have. Yeah, because yeah, like that, <laughs> that was everyone predicted. Like, I think they said how many times in the first two episodes? Oh, the crypts are safe. The crypts are. Safe. Oh yeah, will be in the crypts. The crypts are safe. <laughs> Peter Dinklage himself, in an interview or something, says some, something to the effect of, "Yeah, you know, they put everybody in the crypts that can't fight. Uh, you know, I guess Tyrion's smart, but not that smart. Like, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> You're telling me these two brilliant characters, three, Varys, Tyrion, and Sansa at this point, n- nobody voiced this as a concern. Nobody. Well, to, to, to be fair, none of them had actually seen the resurrection process, except for, like, Jon Snow. And that's fine. And Jon Snow a, knows nothing. He's a fucking moron. I'm not. He knows I nothing. Mean, he, he literally knows he nothing. He shouldn't be, though. He liter- Like, he's getting written that way this season. He's one of the most egregious characters this whole season. To me, by the end of it, I'm sorry, John Snow. I don't know. They've always made him most of the yeah. run. It's very true. There's so many times where he's got this fucking confused little pissant look on his face. And this season, yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's, he's kind of like yeah. this, this dude's yeah. supposed to be the king, destined king, and he's just always like, <laughs> like I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so that Arya killing. I've said this to Sergio too many times, so I'll keep it really short. The act. <laughs> That Arya killed the Night King is 100% okay to me. I just don't think it was paid for. I don't think it was set up well for her to do it. And foreshadowing that she's going to kill people with X-color eyes doesn't count, especially when she never killed a person with green eyes. Like, that's not building it up. That's just, oh, look, we mentioned it. We mentioned it might happen. So I I just don't think it was paid for. It, It was not paid off very well. Yeah, it was a cool scene. I, I don't don't misunderstand. It's a really cool scene, and I and I like it, and I like her. And I'm not saying she's not capable of it. It's it's just they they didn't build that up properly. See, and, and see, the, in in my mind, the way they wrote it, she was the only one who could. Because she, she's yeah, the only one equipped with quote unquote yeah. ninja skills. Well, and, and I'll agree with that, but that I just feel like that's a that's not a I just don't feel like that's a good enough reason. Just saying that she's capable doesn't mean, given the narrative they've painted with the Night King and the Walkers and Jon Snow 
and all that stuff. They they just haven't given her other than saying she is capable. That's it. Like there's no other narrative reason for her to do it. Hmm. That's a very unread like opinion of you for for you. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't all right. Like, well, because because like <laughs> it, it, in my head, read logic. It, okay. The way it the way it works is. <coughs> We need someone who is X strong to kill X character. Uh-huh. So, like, take this as the Avengers. You're like, oh, well, it's going to have to be the Hulk. He's the only one strong enough to do it. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I've I've literally heard you make arguments for that kind of thing. I don't know that I would make that specific argument, but I, I do get what you're saying. There are you know, several characters that are arguably capable of it to be in that in that whole thing. And she, she is one of them. Like we've seen her be capable. I'm not even going to talk about whether I think she earned her capability at certain points or not. It, it all makes sense that she can. Yeah. I feel so disappointed. She me. is Hulk. She it's, it works. <laughs> she is Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just hate that they, they took away. I don't know that like the many faced God. I mean, that was so, that was such a cool yeah. direction and they completely just abandoned it. Yeah, after she kills Barbara Frey, <clears throat> like she never uses it again or something. Mm-hmm. Or what not? Well, does she use it when she's like dealing with Littlefinger? I can't remember. I don't think so. I, I, I think, think we were so hoping either. she was she was doing that, but yeah, it right. never happened. Okay. Yeah, that, another chance for them to use it. And, uh, and this will just, this my last thing about it, and this will, this kind of will carry over into other episodes that we talk about is the world's logic and consistency. When in the previous season we see the undead dragon destroy the 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 wall, the wall, mm. uh-huh. and in this episode he he cannot destroy a waist high amount of rubble to get to Jon Snow. In, that during doesn't the mean that the logic is broken. That just means he didn't use enough of his breath. That's that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, maybe that's, he's like, just gas, no. dude. It's been a long maybe fight. Homie was this, flying, man. For the I, record, I it doesn't ruin everything, but I can't help but look at those things and say, you should have written that differently. It does not r- put a horrible taste in my mouth, it, but I'm going to notice it and say, you, you should have written that differently. And if you do this too much, then it will put a bad taste in my mouth. You, know, doing, you can fucking forget shit you know, a few times. I get it. That, that was, those are my complaints. The crypt. Arya, the build, the build up for it, and and the dragon. So basically, the entire level. episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, like I can't find any energy to actually to complain about that. <laughs> Period. I, I can't. And I'm trying to remember. Is this the first time Jon Snow rides the dragon too? Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, like in battle, or do you mean like ever or just? Yeah, this, this season was the first yeah. season, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then yes to that. I think he wrote it like before combat started, but he definitely yeah. uh, wrote it during the fight too. Yeah, he wrote it in episode two of the season. Did he? Okay. Yeah. And then he wrote it when they were, you know, fighting. But 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 um, it's it's just if 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 I. If I give myself permission to complain about that, mm-hmm. I have to complain about everything else that come close to that, that comes close to that. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. It it takes time to temper that sort of inclination. So don't, no, don't I, no, no. The thing is, is I think I've tempered mine because I'm not complaining about 
that specific instance. Oh. Like it's not important enough. The the whites piling on everybody was kind of annoying too, but I just kind of let that go. Like in one scene, you'll see Brienne get piled on by like ten whites, and she's not dead. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of people that should have died in that episode. That did. yeah, yeah. In in that way, in a lot of times, like how the fuck does Samwell, Sam Tarly, fucking live through that battle, but Jorah Momot fucking doesn't. <laughs> Or at least both of them die, damn it. Like, fine, both of them die. I can accept that. Fucking Sam can't do shit. He's a fucking bitch. But he has a moment to have... Well, I heard somebody say this, and it was the best shit I'd heard about the whole, that complaint of that battle. Like, Sam Tarly can take a moment to reflect and cry, but then his best friend, Ed, one of his best friends, Ed, just gets murdered, who's a well-veteran war- warrior. It's privilege, man. Like these, these privileged your fucking star mind. actors, man. <laughs> that shit happens, like, and th- that's you know what that this is that is goddamn. I'm stuttering. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. What about that's, episode? That is the read logic that I'm used to hearing. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's right, exactly what, about, what I described a minute ago. Oh, what about episode four though? How'd that go? <laughs> the last keep, of the Starks, I believe. Let's keep on, let's keep moving, Sergio. Don't get derailed. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, episode four was the uh, that was the one where they had the big the, the big fucking mixer after they beat the Night King, which was really yeah. Cool. The big <laughs> that mixer, was kind of fun. The big mixer was it was very entertaining. Uh, yeah. I found myself smiling a lot during that, and I did. That's I, a good I way normally to don't. Too. Yeah, <laughs> you, you <laughs> your soul is dead. You don't smile at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of there was a there was, it was fun it was cute. Yeah, I, I enjoy that kind of stuff too. Yeah, it 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 really felt like it one one big hearty goodbye before everyone dies. Yeah, and <laughs> Brianna Brianna Tarth gets her cherry popped. You know, there's all kinds of good stuff that happens. Oh, oh. can we talk about that for a minute? Go for it. go <laughs> ahead because I'm a, I'm a, I might say something different than you, but yeah, I was wanted to. That was the most useless fucking scene. Of the entire season, I, I don't you think know. so. I, I, I feel like there was literally right no now. reason. I, I don't know. It added a lot more weight season. to it. Added a lot of weight to her and Jamie. Like it was another <laughs> level to their relationship. It made their relationship more interesting. I Did would it? say. Did it? I feel like it. Yeah. I feel mm. like it. It it definitely didn't bother me. At all, like whether it should or should have happened, maybe I can agree. I can go with you objectively on stuff like that, but it, it definitely did bother me. I didn't care too much. I I never pictured their relationship being like that. Frankly, I always yeah. thought they were just their relationship to me was this large amount of respect and admiration and probably love, but it was never meant to be, uh, you know, romantic. Not not from not from my perspective. Maybe she loved him. I didn't feel like it was ever going to get anywhere. Right. I, it, like it says a lot of weird things about Jamie Lannister's character. And, like, and that's he, just the when he gets iceberg. drunk, when he gets drunk and he hears someone's a virgin, he's like, Hey, oh, it's all on man. It's apparently it's like, like something like, it's just a weird thing up. to me. <laughs> I I don't care about that. I guess in thinking this fucked up, it's, but you know, I mean, but I it's weird. It is. Everybody well, wanted to see Brianna Taurus get, get railed by somebody. Like everybody's been wanting her to get fucked. <laughs> Now there's your fa- that's your that's exactly your line, Sergio. No- knock it out. Go ahead. That's that, he just gave you the definition of fan service. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it, it, 
there you go. Like, don't have her get laid because of fan service. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, her, it doesn't like serve her sleeping narrative. with Jamie does nothing. Like, the only thing it possibly does, it does make it harder for, like, it makes it a harder let go. Right when he's leaving, yeah, like and it's a it, big it is, breakup. And it is a pretty dramatic you know, she cries about let go. It's a pretty, but I think it's because go. they, and I think that's only because they slept together. If they didn't sleep together, I don't think she'd have been balling like that. Yeah, she gets to come out in the robe, you know, like. Uh, Not that that's beneficial to shit. <laughs> exactly, like it added like they could have still written that scene a different way, and it'd be the same effect, where she tries to stop her friend from doing something stupid. Yeah, like they could have written that differently and been just fine. So I'll give you. Yeah, I I'll don't you know, that. man. Brianna Tarth getting her cherry popped is a pretty big highlight of that episode. I I can appreciate that. You know, it's okay, pretty, pretty okay. big deal. Now, now that I never think, now that I think about it, maybe I overspoke. Not because oh, of anything y'all said. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't change your mind. Okay, it, it, the bitch but, is reading Reddit or something, and he saw something he didn't. No, know. I'm not reading. No, I'm not looking at any of that shit. But <laughs> the reason Jamie wasn't with the the first group of dudes headed back to King's Landing uh-huh. is because he was going to stay. Did I, I don't remember. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, I, that's something I didn't look into. I don't remember why he chose to stay. There was the a next, reason, I thought. The next day he woke up and was like, fuck this. I gotta go, I gotta go ride for my lady. <laughs> no, he, now that part I know, he leaves because he overhears someone talking about Cersei. There's somebody who's reporting something to like Sansa or someone else, and that that pro that probes him to leave. Right. Well, wait a minute. When does um, Tyrion do this whole thing where you're going to have a dinghy down here by the water? You need to go do yada yada. That's yada. that's next episode. Yeah, that's episode yeah, yeah. But 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 now that I think about it, that whole thing, it's very possible that he only fucked her, so there would be a delay in him leaving, and he get caught. Which would then make Tyrion a in the long run make him a traitor because he lets make him, him go. a traitor because he has to let him go like like maybe maybe I mean, you're right based on what's happened that's that sounds that sounds good but did it have to happen that way did it narratively matter I don't know I hadn't given that any thought actually because uh, like I can make it make sense in my brain mm-hmm. if that's how I look at it otherwise it's just. Jamie Lannister upsetting somebody and then leaving town. Like, that's all it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and none of, honestly, none of that matters to me. Though The thing that I have a problem with is that all of a sudden, Jamie, Jamie has this cathartic... You can argue it could be a cathartic thing that he sleeps with Brienne, and this is some culmination in the conversation he has with Brienne pre-battle, where he re- wants to serve her under her, and he's not ugly to her, and she notices that. So the, these are some culminations of his redemption that he's been going through since like season two or three, whenever that was. And But for him to turn around, he hears this thing about Cersei and like, oh, well, never mind. I'm going to give in to my addiction of Cersei now. Fuck everything that's ever happened. And I don't know. Like, I just really dislike that. It's like they just threw away all this redemption they'd been putting him through. And I guess him being addicted to her is the point. I don't fucking yeah, know. that's the point. I mean, the point is at the end, he's laying in a pile of rubble holding her dead yeah exactly how they started that's so fucking frustrating <laughs> yeah you could i could see that i hadn't heard somebody say that before say that yet where hang they, on how, what do you mean by how it womb. started well like, like they started you, I guess metaphorically together. you mean rubble yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah like, like they, they were born together the they died together 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You, I, I just really dislike that that they've built him up all this time, and he has good, plenty of good reason to not do that after after the end of season seven when he sees how she's become and all this kind of stuff and and all this stuff. It's true. Now he could have changed. I just really something. dislike it. Yeah. But I mean, dude. I mean, everybody has these tragic endings, and I mean, in the show. You, I mean, I yeah, don't know. sure. It'd be kind I, of I boring it's, it's to have him have some kind of hero's death or something. I mean, I don't know. And and maybe, and I don't even mean have a hero's death. Just his reason. He's like, I deter- Cersei's hateful, and I'm also hateful, so yeah, I'm going yeah. to leave. Like he could still leave because he can't help himself, and he loves her so much. I can kind of get that, and you just don't have to make him so bad about it, you know seem bad about it you could just make him be empathetic that he can't help him yep. hmm. so the way they wrote it kind of i just dislike the dialogue of it basically no but, and then the other part though which is i mean it's it's kind of, it's kind of interesting too it's like like even at the end like oh she has no power left her city is collapsing she's alone like even sir gregor is like not around yeah. anymore and he shows up you know he's there Sure. Even even in that point. Yep. Yeah. I and I disagree with that as I might because Cersei deserved worse. But I, I can dying? I can see that. She deserved worse than dying that way. Dying that simply and cleanly, yes. Yeah. No. But you know, they didn't have really showers back then. You think like she he like reaped <laughs> of Brianna Tarth when he was like uh, all of them. They maybe didn't have showers, but they had baths. <laughs> What? Well, I bet they wouldn't like you. Did you didn't just hop up and you, take a ten minute shower before day. you got on your horse, dude? It was like uh, a big ordeal. Like, I, that, I took it, that took it like yeah. <laughs> you, you need a whole day. I don't think that's true, but okay. you gotta like start a fire and heat water and then go transport it and dump it in a barrel or yeah. <laughs> Wait, let's let's not talk about the, the, I'm the just hygiene not gonna, of Westeros. Yeah, I don't worry, I don't like worry about the logistics of that shit. <laughs> and I'm saying that it's just just like think about how bad Tyrion smells. Like, oh man, yeah. Dude, they all look so stank. Oh, what about the red? <laughs> oh, the old redheaded the the old redheaded guy. Um, can't think of his name now. Oh, Tormund. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. imagine you know, Giant's Bane. That dude doesn't even believe in a bath, probably. Yeah, imagine. like the rest yeah. of them are at least civilized. He's a wildling. So Let, let's move on from this because this this guy this. <laughs> yeah. Brienne and Jamie fucking got way more time than it deserved. <laughs> Whatever, man. I told you it's a big deal. It might be yeah. the highlight of the whole season. All right, dude. Right. I, I want to hear what you think about this. So them go. So I want to tell you exactly what this is first. So the next bit of the episode that I had contention with is you have them going to Dragonstone, Danny on her dragons and the boats. Right? Are we talking about next next episode? No, no. Episode? This is the same episode. Same, okay. It's the yeah, same one. Four. Dragonstone is like an island off the coast of King's Landing. It is not that far from it. It is that. Look at a map, dude. It's pretty fucking far. It's not that fucking far. It is fucking far. It's like Japan to the fucking mainland of the continent. No, it's not. Okay, it's probably not that close. You're right. But (laughs) it's still not that fucking far. It is far. It it is way farther away. Like, they should not have been expecting to be attacked. What What did you think of that what what are your thoughts about the rest of the episode daniel any are there any particular standout points to you mm, see and i just watched it today <clears throat> and i I'm, it's kind of hazy to me what happens after the the bar scene yeah okay so they they call well i'll try and be real quick in telling you they they assess everything they're in the war room together talking they yeah, want to go to okay. king's landing they talk about that half their forces are gone 
at the end of episode three and the inside of the episode, they talk about the Dothraki are basically dead. And half the Unsullied are gone, half the Northerners are gone. The Golden Company's gotten there, the Iron Fleet's there, and we need to move on and do stuff. And Sansa says, we need to wait. We need to wait a period of time yeah, because yeah. our men and your men are, are, are tired. And But Danny wants to go on ahead with her two dragons and her and ships back to Dragonstone. And John and the others will come behind them uh, through the King's Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you really were paying attention to these uh, logistics of all this. I was. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he knows he has to come to these conversations prepared. Oh, I do. Like, yeah, he's really analyzing these logistical <laughs> moves by the... And I'm ignoring some of the conversation in that war council just to, because I think it's them being dumb at writing, but, you know, uh, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. So, okay, so they leave Winterfell on the boats, Mm -hmm. and in between, I'm going to say not halfway, but probably they get two-thirds of the way to what would be King's Landing. They're going to Dragonstone. They're, yeah, they're, they're going, going to, to Dragonstone. Dragon. Dragon, yeah, we see like, it. Like, like if you're going from Winterfell to King's Landing via boat, Dragonstone mm-hmm. is like two-thirds of the way down. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I see you. Yeah. Okay. You're like 80% the way. If you're at Dragonstone, you're 80% to King's Landing. Let's see where old Dragonstone is. Okay, you're right. You're right. It is much farther. Right. That, and, and that's all I'm saying. They're not that far from each other. They but are they are still... But they are... It's far enough away... To not expect to be ambushed, especially and, when you're not going to King's Landing. And I'll give you an inch and say that I agree with you, but to sit here and tell me that these military tacticians don't suggest, hey, we should be cautious because we don't know where this fucking fleet is. We should at least be cautious. I, and I'm not saying, for the record, I'm not saying that Rhaegal can't get shot down and be killed at all. I'm not saying that. Just frame it better. Make it where these characters intelligence where their intelligence is respected and treated properly like don't make them look like dumbasses because you didn't write it correctly and and the thing is i don't i don't see it that way at at all and i understand i understand you don't the 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 only thing euron Greyjoy got right was like the shots that killed that dragon that's it well, and, and to talk and to touch on saying that, like the, I've played just enough war games where line of sight matters. If they could see him <laughs> to shoot him, they could also see him to dodge it. And again, they should be at least on guard a little right. bit because they are at wartime. That said, see, I feel like y'all have this. They weren't. On, they weren't at war though. What the fuck? What? They weren't at war. Cersei's fucking made like. 50 scorpions. Of course they're at fucking war. But Danny didn't know that. Danny was going to attack to start the war. Well, then there's the then they're dumber started. than they led me to believe. They're way dumber than I'm led to believe. Either way, my point what is are you talking about. Are we talking about the scorpions on the ships or are we talking about the scorpions yeah. on the wall? On the scorpions ships. on the ship. Okay, so well, in, in episode ships, 4 yeah. when they shoot down the green dragon, that's Rhaegal. Yeah, yeah. They shoot him down very quickly. And my complaint with that is just the way that they executed it. That you have these dragons way up in the air, and they cannot see these boats, but these boats see them well before, well in time to shoot, and no, and neither of them react. Uh, neither well, yeah. dragons or dangers well, you know, react. It's a, 
I thought it was absurd that they were able to hit him three or four times in a row while he's in the right. sky. Like, like, from like I, a little, a little bit. I, I, I read something on this. Like the reason it worked that time is because they shot all within the same 10, 15 seconds of each other. It wasn't like shoot one, reload, shoot one, reload. Right. And, and for what it's worth, I'm okay. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm okay with him dying in this moment. You don't I'm sound not, okay with it, Reed. I'm just not okay with it. It's like they just it just came out of nowhere. It's not it's just a, for shock value. They could have seen them and dodged and all still shot 15 fucking scorpion shots and eventually hit him. That could still happen. Just make the characters you're just doing it for shock value. You're writing it that way and for shock you're, value. And you're complaining about 14 frames of footage not being in the in the show. I mean basically, I, yeah. It's like, I, "Oh, I, he should have dodged first. I'm fine with him dying." Like what Where's the value in that fucking complaint? It makes you should have dodged first. It doesn't make your characters look like bitches. And in the very next episode, you're just OP as fuck. Not a single scorpion can touch the other dragon. Not one. I don't care that he came out of the sky from the clouds. I understand that. And I can see why he doesn't get, you know, they don't get good shots on him at first because they come out. He comes through the sun and comes through the clouds and all that. I get that. Yeah. 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 But eventually he was still like Danny. Who is a human who's much smarter than a fucking dragon. Right. And she but she's sitting right beside the dragon and she could have they could have noticed it. I mean, that's just an it's just an angle potential angles thing. And again, to say the next episode makes the scorpions look like the scorpions look terrible. Like the scorpions got nerfed and the dragons got buffed at the same time in episode five. No. The, the, like the scorpions through a combination of surprise, luck, and strategy took out a dragon like th- that's that's how that one dragon died okay other than that the scorpions don't really have a use if you know that they're there they attacked Danny and her dragons su- with a surprise attack with weapons they didn't know they had that many of that's they fair did it during they didn't technically, know how many. technically a time of peace because war had not been declared yet Daniel did, and okay. they did it, and they did it at Dragonstone, not King's Landing. Like all of those things combined, make it easy to kill that fucking dragon. Okay. Well, Daniel, what do you do? You have anything to say about this episode before we move on? Do you have anything to say about anything? We <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I'm trying to think of what that what I took away from this when I was watching it. This part of the the show. Uh, and the end of it too, you have Masada yeah, get her head chopped yeah. off. And I, but I did see, I did, it did bother me a little bit the inconsistencies in this. And in you know, she like runs off because the, her dragon gets shot down, and she just runs away from all the things. And then the next time she fights, she like does all you know all this swooping in. And like, why didn't you do that right then? It was so obvious. Like, go around behind them. They can't turn the boats around. Just fuck I, them up. I can. I see. I kind of agree with you. Like when she dips in, when after Rhaegar gets killed and she goes in, but then she turns yeah. off at the last second. Why didn't she just destroy any yeah, of them? But we know Not this. All. It's, it's you know. I can understand she's scared scene. or bothered. I can I can at least understand that, even though I agree also with her you. her fleet had been destroyed as well. Not at yeah, that yeah. time. Not in that moment. Yeah, it had. No, the dragon gets shot oh, yeah, no, first. The, she dives. The no. No, the fleet gets fucked up. You remember Tyrion like has to jump off into the water. No, yeah, yeah, it it gets fucked up. It does, but it only gets fucked up after she dips. It's not first. They hmm. shoot the dragon down. She dive bombs and then diverts when she gets too cl- close enough, and then they focus on the ships. 
That's true. She totally bailed on all of her her, her whole fleet. But just for the record, if that's your only dragon that you have left, my first protect it. My, yeah, my first reaction would be I've got to get the fuck out of here because they clearly are prepared. Then you wouldn't have dive bombed almost into them. I don't think. I don't think again, you made that again, choice. You'd have ran to start. Yeah, this, the energy yeah. that I'm putting into this hurts me. Reed. <laughs> We're getting into the I'm weed. in physical right. pain. Okay. okay. Was there anything <laughs> else? Complain about something important. Was there any? Okay, it's important. It's kind of amazing to me uh, that Cersei doesn't just murk them when they're having their pe- their negotiation at the at the gate at the end of the episode oh, yeah, before they kill Masande. Yeah. There's like all the important people are right here, and we have ten scorpions pointing down at you, and the dragons yeah. on the ground on the ground. And well, I'm we Cersei to, like, fucking gotta, Lannister. And I won't kill you though. We do got to spend some more time focusing on the story aspect rather than yeah. Okay. Well, did, was there anything else that you that you liked, Daniel? What did how did you feel about Masande dying? Did that? Yeah, that, that was. That was pretty. It was pretty sad, you know. It was. It was, and um, yeah, and it was. I, I loved watching. It. I loved watching the head fall separate from the body down this wall. <laughs> it looked really good, blurred out with what's his face crying in the front ground. Or well, he you couldn't even have... look. He couldn't even look. Gray you must have loved it when uh, when Rob Stark's wolf's head was sewn to his body <laughs> back at the Red Wedding. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> um. Well, did you, was there anything else about this episode? Do you like Sergio? So I can calm you down. <laughs> I I like I derailed, so I'm trying to rerail. Rerail. I've never heard that word. I like that word. Um, All right. <clears throat> speaking of uh, like, w- without jumping too far into the next episode, mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of people have been com- very verbally complaining about how quickly. Uh, Daenerys w- completely turned heel, just like on a, almost like oh she fucking flipped a switch and now she's a bad guy now. Yeah. In my like in my opinion, the entire episode prior to that was a build up to her losing her mind. I I can agree with that. You know, yeah, you kind of see it, it happening quick, you, you, when when it's revealed to her that yeah. John is Targaryen, when the dragon is killed, when Masande is killed too, when Jorah is killed, when Masande is killed. And all she has left is a dragon and Grey Worm. No one else yeah. she can she can't trust anyone else. Right, and and that's actually something. Yeah, I, I heard somebody else say that earlier today when I was listening to some opinions, and I was like, yeah, I never really thought about that. They don't. They unfortunately don't really put much focus on some of those things enough to make us be bothered. Like you see it all for Masande, right? When she kills, when Masande gets killed, I mean, you just see it the whole time up and and then after. Like she's yeah. very disturbed by that. Jorah dying in the Long Night episode, uh, like it's mournful, but it doesn't seem like it's cracking her. It's very, it's something she doesn't like. Like anybody wouldn't like someone dying that they care about, but it doesn't yeah. seem like it physically just you know, like kind of mind splitting shit. Same thing with her finding out about John's lineage. That doesn't seem to be a mind splitting thing. I agree with you. These are all points that could be used to tilt her and make her mad queen. Uh, I just don't think they, they just didn't give them the resonance certain ones needed to get there the best way. And uh, there's a couple of reasons I think that they did it that way is one, the aforementioned season is shorter. There was less time. Obviously that's a factor. 
to some, yeah. to when <laughs> when they do character moments and they do a, a like two or three lines of dialogue that is supposed to tell you more than what the lines of dialogue are actually telling you. Mm-hmm. They leave a lot of that up to interpretation. Yeah. Maybe. The scene where John goes into her quarters and she's all like, hey, let's do it. <laughs> he shouldn't say it, but she was like, hey, let's do it. Are you going to rule with me? And he steps back and says, you're my queen. Oh, yeah. And we forgot about that. Like, she didn't get the D, so that helped her go crazy, too. <laughs> but Yeah. I have like, another theory why we didn't get to see this transition happen well. And, and it's that I don't think she's that great of an actress. And they couldn't. Oh, they couldn't. Uh, she's not a good I don't know about all that. She is not no. a good actress at all. I, I, uh, there's so much more evidence to me that it's bad that. writing or bad dialogue or bad whatever. Or okay, it, for the record, and I'm gonna do my best to change the way I say this. <laughs> when I'm saying it's bad writing, bad dialogue, I'm really comparing it to itself. I'm comparing it to the show, not that it it inherently is just bad writing. Uh, and and I'll do my best to say this a little better. When I'm saying bad writing, I'm referring to itself. Yes. Not that it's just garbage writing. Anyway. Right. They've proven they can do better. Is what you're saying. Yes, they've shown they can do better. They have, even despite saying, well, they had material. No, I think they did better in season six and seven when they didn't have material. They did those seasons all right. I've never heard the kind of complaints I've heard up until now about the show. Like, I've heard complaints for sure. You you know how I feel about that. Like, the show, no television show has jumped the shark so aggressively other than Happy Days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> than ga- like Game of Thrones. Like Game of Thrones is the quintessential jumping shark moment when they when, when did it happen? Yeah. When they resurrect fucking Jon Snow. Dude, okay. You could be right. And may and that's fine. And that and and I mean then that just plays into that they didn't write it as well as they could have since Jon Snow died. The the their writing has not been they they weren't up to the task to do it without the material. Maybe okay, something okay. like that. I'm going to I'm going to rephrase your wording just because it makes me swallow it better. Um, (laughs) We want that. I want you to swallow what I give you better. Like um, it's not that it's written poorly. It's written differently because any other show, any other television show has these things would probably be okay. Not only would it be okay, it would be great. Uh, We would would be talking about subtext. We wouldn't be complaining mm. versus other seasons. I'll, I'll maybe give you that, and I'll try and say differently. I don't feel like that's the best word, but I'll go with it so you can – because I definitely don't mean bad, strictly bad. I mean in relation to itself, but we'll go with differently. Yeah. Yeah, I mean so, – oh, man. Yeah, they, they just – just the way they introduced the information to her going Mad Queen was, a, was done too differently. Yeah, yeah, and 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 again, it, a lot of it had to do with the amount of time they were given. Sure. Two, there there was no heavy-handed, uh, other than any time Tyrion spoke, there was no heavy-handed dialogue to walk us through a lot of that. Yeah, and uh, and like, all right, do y'all actually believe she went like? Would you use the word she went mad? Like, yeah, like because because I, I, I don't even know if I could say that. Like, I mean, yeah, she had this this 
psycho moment for like 20 minutes where she just toppled a city. But, <laughs> but well, afterwards, I, she sounds, she acts perfectly rational and like, you know, she, I mean, clearly she has this, this uh, weird view of like, you know, the globe now I'm going to take over the world. But I, I, that's what I'm saying. There's like no acting to indicate madness anywhere to me. So, like, and yeah, yeah. And I'll give you, and that's kind of the, what I'm talking about with it but being. What, how do you define madness, though? I don't know. Show her hair a little messed up, for fuck's sake. Are you? Know? I mean, you, did you, did you see the start? Browning of, fucking. Did you Daenerys? see the start of episode five? She looked mad as shit. Like when she's standing at that window before Tyrion comes up to her and says, Someone has betrayed you. She looks wild. Like her hair is yeah, not braided. That's true. That's yeah, Daenerys Stormborn. Yeah. Her fucking hair, if anything, is braided. <laughs> but 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 that's like, where she lost her, her woman that braids stylish. her hair every day. My hair. Um so an example to what you're asking for though is when she's on the throne on the Dragonstone throne talking to them and Tyrion's talking about, hey, if the bells ring, do not attack. Don't do it. They've surrendered. Let them give them that chance. Then if they don't, then go for it. She makes a statement where you know, I'll deal with my enemies and show them mercy. And by mercy, I mean, I'll get rid of all of the tyrants. I'll show, you know, we'll be merciful by making it better for the next generations. Like she is twisting the logic of yeah. mercy. Yeah. She, she's and, changing her own rules. Yeah. And to, 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 they, to, to taking over. Right. They do show her that it, I'm not saying it's not shown that she's going mad. I, I, I firmly think she, it's a mad queen. They're showing it. She has her Hitler-type speech after the battle <laughs> in, in episode six, first order Hitler-esque type speech. All these things tell me that, yeah, she's, they transitioned her mad queen. I, and again, like we said before, I just don't think they earned it very well. They didn't display it very well. Rust as it might have been, that, that, that's the issue I have with it. They just they and that's, didn't and, and that it. is a fair I will, that is a fair criticism. Yeah, okay. like this I, and, season, and see, absolutely. And see, I even think the because they didn't make it convincing enough that she has gone mad. Like mm. Jon Snow killing her is not. It didn't have a lot of weight to me. Like it was just like, sure, what the fuck? really, you're just gonna stick a knife in her. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. you know, and we hadn't even gotten to that yet. But yeah, I'd agree with that. It was not momentous that she died. And could they, and even with the seven, we'll just say seven episodes, or I'm going to try and say seven because that's more or less what they had. With all that runtime, the two focal points should, for them, and not to us to know exactly, but should have been the Night King battle and her going crazy. Nothing else should have mattered as much as those two things. Like they yeah, could have I, rewritten I, I the episode. Actually, in such I'm a way pretty that sure that, that those are the two focal points of the season. Like well, the, okay, they yeah. are. I think it's the execution of it or something. You know, the yeah, execution that's, that's what I mean. They should. They could have left out certain <laughs> things here and there, and then used that time to reinforce her going crazy instead of having some minor dialogue between characters. You yeah. focus on Danny going crazy. What, whatever yeah. that slot in that thing, whatever. Just, and because, yeah, like, if if I if I remember the episode correctly, like she's she's sitting on the dragon. Mm-hmm. You know, this is she's episode laid five waste. you're talking about. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 episode five. Yeah. yeah, she's laid waste to all the scorpions. The, the Golden yeah. Company has been fucking burned to a crisp. Oh yeah, the bells are ringing. Yeah, and the and I want this matter. This really matters. If for nothing else, it matters for Jon Snow, if not her. The Lannister yeah. army that is standing in front of Jon and Grey Worm throw their swords down. Yes, they are not. They are no longer armed. 
like the look on Danny's face was and people like, are screaming yeah. for the bells. Yeah, that was, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that was a good point where you saw a look on Danny's face. The, the, the look on her face was yeah. that of like anger and disappointment. Yep, she like, wanted more, man. She wanted. Sure, she yeah. she wanted I'm, to fucking kill. When Cersei, I woke up man. this morning, I wanted to tear <laughs> this entire fucking town down, and you're not mm-hmm. going to give me a reason not to. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, you know, we should probably talk about just that whole the the whole city. You know, and there a lot happens there. There's uh, plenty to talk about with that. Okay, know? okay, let's do let's do it. Um. But where do you start? I mean, where, where do you? Yeah, I'll start? tell you. I'll tell you. One of the most interesting things <laughs> about that whole scene is she's burning down the entire city, and not once do they show her the entire time. She's like a. She's basically like a, a, a natural disaster. That, that, yeah, they they show it from like the 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 pe- the peasants' point of view, the villagers' point of view. Yeah, the whole time. The citizens. The they they were never cut right to her. It was really interesting that they did that. Yeah, they. It was. Yeah, it's funny. They they actually make a point to say that in like one of the inside the episode things. Yeah, but and I haven't watched those inside the episodes, but when you do it from the the the, the peasants' point of view, you're removing the humanity, right, of Genarius. Yeah. And you're treating you're, you're treating her like the Mad Queen she has become, right? And, because and, all you yeah. see is her devastation. Yeah, the, and that's a very good point. It was a very good reason to do it that way. Maybe I don't know. Maybe if you would have shown her a few times, like just like enraged, just torching thousands of people, like it would it like I didn't feel like I really wanted her to die after that. Like it, it I just think they did a bad job of making me want her to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and that that what you're just pointing out is kind of the uh, not that very last thing. That's that's my only other problem with her going mad queen. Like her her killing the innocent people, her lumping them in with Cersei, is is uh, is equally a reason that she's gone mad as it is. I think a betra- not betrayal strictly because that's a strong word to me, but maybe a betrayal of her character. Can she obliterate her enemies without prejudice? Sure, they they've shown that, and I get on behind that but they have actively shown her not do anything to innocence and be sad about it like when she takes over one of the marine or wh- whatever city over there she's somebody claims slavers oh they have like bay. maybe slavers, slavers bay. bay it's like oh they have 80,000 slaves in slavers bay blah blah and it's like well we have 80,000 reasons to not do this like it yeah not killing innocent people has been something she has been against the entire time. So it's really hard for me to say, is it good or bad? I, I mean, I'm 51% saying like, I don't think she'd have done that. I think they, I think she could have not done that. It's still been mad, but yeah, it's just the fact that she's on a dragon. I mean, she, she, <laughs> I think it's just the power of that. Just, it might be, corrupt, you know, just corrupts her into, yeah. I don't know. It's totally Maybe. just whatever she, her whim is is what will happen because of that dragon. Like, like, yeah. and and you have to look Maybe. at her lineage. Like, she, her dad, had basically turned into the same person mm-hmm. when when Jamie Lannister killed him. Well, unfortunately, we don't know as much about his. I don't think there's much. Uh, I know the three of us don't know it. We don't know much of his history prior to him becoming Mad King. But yeah, I mean, I, I see your point. Like they, her family is known for it. I mean, they talk about it in the episode. The gods flip a coin, and you figure out if a Targaryen's crazy or not. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you that could have been an interesting, uh, different way to go. Is uh, Jamie Lannister ends up killing Donnie? You know, 
Danny once she takes over. <laughs> All right, so back to the city right. falling. Yeah, so the actually, falling, they got. We need up. to move just to the last episode pretty quickly. So okay, Tom's kind of flying on us here. Well, no, it's just we. I'm, I understand that there'll probably be a lot of talking about that last episode. Yeah, right, that's so, true. All right. Well, before we get rolling. there, what do you think about Clegane Bowl, Daniel? Or, do, or does that ever ma- did that matter to you? What Clegane Bowl? The the Cle- hound and the mountain Game. fighting each other. Oh, that fight. I mean, yeah. Did you care about that? I I normally would have, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It, it, I don't know what it was about it. It just it it was like I I, I guess I wanted to see what was happening other places or something. You know? I don't know. You know what? I think I might actually agree with that. Like it, really? it, it, yeah. like, it was great. Yeah. It was it was great. It was impressive. Uh, it, it was cinematically wonderful, but in the overall scheme of the throne. It, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really mean well, anything. Like the yeah, most, so that was the goal. Go ahead, Rick. Well, the mo- I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm I'm trying to. The most that matters is that Cersei doesn't have him any. Doesn't have the mountain anymore. That's the that's the most that it serves. Yeah, but it's now not did, like she was attacked by 17 other people. Like, I well, did, she was about. He, yeah. Go ahead. Did Daniel, he set ahead. off to King's Landing? I mean, that was his whole purpose of going was to kill yeah. him. Like, is that why he yeah. went? It, okay. The Hound, yeah. And yeah. Arya's point was to kill Cersei. So that's why they were together. Like, the Mountain could have been there to save her from the rubble, though. Theoretically. Like, if you have Cersei and Jaime do what they yeah. did, he could have been there to save her from the rubble. But if he hadn't been, if he hadn't died, they, we visibly saw him block rubble for her. Had he and ja- had her and Jamie and the Mountain gotten to the basement, wherever they went, he could have maybe protected her or saved her from, or gotten her out of that room. I'm not saying that's really that relevant, but that's the only good you can pull from it yeah. that matters. Like in he's the, undead. In the grand like yeah, they literally could have like carved a hole into his chest, and she could have like sat inside of him, like <laughs> <laughs> like he's a goddamn tauntaun. <laughs> 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 Cersei's crying. Okay, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so is this a shellhead episode officially now? Yes. We yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to shellheads podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's good okay let's, yeah it didn't matter anything in the grand scheme of it it's a cool fight but yeah, yeah it doesn't really all matter. right so last episode is that where we're at last episode that stupid ass white horse though what the fuck was that anyway that was, last I, that was another thing like why that's weird that's weird why and like, it didn't she didn't even didn't use it to go anywhere right she's still in king's landing in the next episode what the actual fuck that is hang on weird. who we're we talking about white horse what Arya got on a white yeah. horse at the end of episode five. Yeah, like oh, she's Arya scrambling. Got on a white horse, huh? Yeah, like she's scrambling through the city to get out and trying to save people. She fails. I'm, I don't even care about any of that, but it's weird. She has like nine concussions by the end of the episode, and there's just a white horse randomly strolls out into the alley, and she gets on it, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> maybe there wasn't a horse. Like maybe she just saw it because of her concussions. <laughs> That's all it was. Yeah. I mean, I mean, arguably that could be true because the very next episode, while still in King's Landing, why the fuck would you get on a horse if you're going to stay in King's Landing? But you get, I, she's there, and there's no I horse. I did not catch. I didn't catch it. That must have been right at the very end of it, or something. It, it yeah, was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was like the last shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and at the time it was beautiful. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like there's still life here, and <laughs> there was zero payoff at all. Yeah, zero. <laughs> I, I want to say for the record, this season, other than the long night being dark as shit and 
me not liking that. The whole thing, like all, all these battles have been well done. Like this battle with Cersei or with uh, Danny doing what she's doing. Like it looks cool. It's good cinematography. It's good visual direction to me. Like all, all this stuff, the episodes look great. Oh yeah. man! They, oh, uh, what about this scene yeah. where the dragon gets up out of the snow? I mean, that, that was yes, just awesome. That's looking. really cool. Yeah, we that, know look, if this, that was snow or ash. We, I don't. I think like, it's snow it, because it should be snow. They sh- they show a, a snowflake land on Danny's face one time, and you see it melt. Mm. Okay. Like <clears> right, I'm just going right. to assume it's I'm snow. I'm going to believe that. At least with what Daniel just said, that's snow. Which that's a whole other thing. Episode six. Episode six. So Danny's and she, she she's taken the, the the you know King's Landing. She's done it. She's done it. And and <laughs> Tyrion and John are like, oh shit, what has she done? And this is my payoff for saying this earlier. Somehow she miraculously has a a new group of Dothraki. They respawned after right. two episodes. Way too many. Way and, too many bad like. And I'm sticking to that because the I'm sorry, Sergio. The directors say shit. It means something to me. And they say the Dothraki are basically done at the end of episode three. Well, you know what? What they're talking about? Everybody's like weak. Is all they I think that's all they really meant by it. I don't think they meant they were like completely decimated. I mean, you Just saw them make that charge heavily. on the White Walkers. That's a whole fuck ton of them that that uh, didn't make it back. I forgot about that. Yeah, that yeah. part. So yeah, like uh, I, I think it was just many. done for, like that whole scene with the the unsullied and the Dothraki, that, that was it is it's a visual it, thing, right? It, it's it's basically sure, just to show her, Donald Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. It, it's still an annoyance and an inconsistency thing to me, but it is at least they don't do anything with it, I guess. So it doesn't really yeah. matter. Real quick, one, one more thing about the graphics. I thought I, I just thought it was so cool that they added that little. There's little. What, what was that green gas called? Oh, uh, that was um. That's wildfire. Uh, wildfire. Yeah, that's, like they sh- yeah. they show a little bit that little pockets of it blow up at some point when they show a big wide shot of the city. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that almost. Like that right there could have led into the whole mat. Like the Mad Queen thing could have been a misunderstanding. Like people think she did, but then she accidentally blew up a bunch of wildfire throughout the city, and that causes most of the destruction. Not quite as much her. Which oh yeah, we we didn't have that kind of time. Yeah, we're and we're not. I, it, <laughs> my point in this my, season, we didn't have that kind yeah, of time. Yeah, my Fake point in bringing that so. up though, that like that's a weird thing for them to even show happen. If it doesn't mean anything, why are you even doing it? I think it was Answer. just a little allusion to. Yeah. Okay, sure, I guess, but that's dumb. But okay. Well, you know, it's just whoever was designing the set. Maybe they just really thought of it. Hey, let's cool, let's throw a little dragonfire in there. Let's throw a little wildfire in this motherfucker too. Wildfire, wildfire. Yeah, that, there's that's bound to the be whole... caches of wildfire around the sure. around the city, right? Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No, there, there is. Mad King had a bunch of it around. That that's a whole Chekhov's gun kind of thing, I think. So, uh, so she gives her Hitler speech. She gives her Hitler speech, which I think was a wonderful speech. It was. It was a pretty good speech. Do you remember she... she was speaking a fake fucking language the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> All I could think about, though, Sergio, and I swear to God, we're best friends forever if you thought this, too, at all. Mm-hmm. We saw Shazam together. Yes, we did. How did the Dothraki hear Danny? How did half the <laughs> how oh did half their army hear Danny? Uh, okay, I, okay. I so couldn't help but think I that. Was, I was thinking that, 
But at the same time, I was like, there's got to be some sort of like (laughs) when they were building all of these these structures. Oh, they made it so it's ambient. They took acoustics now into the into account (laughs) because you know, like you go into like a cathedral and you can mumble something on stage, and the person in the very back is like, oh, mm, okay, you know. So (laughs) I'm sure sure a lot of them. yeah, That's I'm how sure. they did everything for millennia. You know, I, I think what they do is they turn around to the person behind them and tell them what they said, and they just keep passing. <laughs> Probably, it yeah, they, yeah. So it's a that, long that fucking game of it's telephone. It's just a bunch of mumbling. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just a bunch. Yeah. If you're in the back, you're getting like the worst story ever of what actually happened. <laughs> <in front. laughs> yeah, I just couldn't help but think that it did. It doesn't. There, that happens all the time in stuff now. So it happens. It's always happened. So it's just whatever. But it's Shazam has made that hilarious to me. Yes. It's made me think about it. Um, All right, so yeah, great Nazi speech, speech. It was very good yeah. speech. Great Nazi speech. Just and shows the mad crazy. queen in her, like she wants to go take over the rest of the world and give them her kind of mercy, her kind of justice. Yeah, and 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 then John goes and talks to Tyrion, who has thrown his hand of the queen away and been arrested for treason. Yeah, and somehow he's not just murdered on the fucking spot. Yeah, I mean. Dude, just that whole thing. It, it, like, like it just seems so lame to me that that Jon Snow has to be has to be told. Like he can't he can't come to any conclusion on his, oh, on his own. You know, like, I love you so much. That's I love true. You so much. Like it's that, so pathetic. Oh, that, I Jon so Snow pathetic. knows nothing. He Dude, deserves that, to be on the fucking wall. You know, just sit in the back. <laughs> he deserves something because that that that's one of my major complaints with this episode because this episode highlights it so so much. The character we've watched for seasons has always at least understood the moral thing and will do the moral thing, the good things. And he'll make these hard choice, these tough choices like trying to help the wildlings, even though it results in his own fucking death. But he can't come to grips and on his own without Tyrion telling him that Danny's gone. She's lost her fucking mind, dude. You can't just you can't just let this happen. This isn't okay. You know that. But he's yeah. so torn. It's McQueen, though. But, you like, know, that, yeah, that, that could have been argued that the whole purpose of all that was that you weren't expecting it when he actually killed her. You know, like, that that would have been the only reason they set it up that way. Or one of the only reasons yeah. I can think of. Well, I can, and, 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 of yeah. course, he was raised as a Stark. And right. Yeah. There's not a treasonous bone in Ned Stark's body. True. You know? Right. So, so... You're, Daniel, you're absolutely right. It was it, it was all set up to make it seem surprising when he actually killed her. Yeah, and, it, and uh, to be yeah. honest, it was not very surprising. Like it, it was just, not. It, just, it was so blah. It, in, like it was. in retrospect. In retrospect, you're 100 percent right. Me sitting down in my dark fucking living room alone watching this episode when he stabbed her, I jumped off of the couch. Really? And I screamed, the motherfucker did it. <laughs> oh my god, the motherfucker did it. And oh man, okay, and I don't, so and I don't you. Norm- So yeah, it, Dude. It, even oh. though, again, looking back at all of the building blocks that led to it, of course, what else is going to happen? There's only like 40 minutes left in this episode. This right. bitch has got to die. And like, she, yeah, she has to die. But no, I just think it would have been really badass if somehow Jon Snow just like has this crisis of belief in her and he he basically just takes over the whole kingdom you know like he just <laughs> takes over the kingdom maybe 
Oh, oh, here's another, here's uh-huh. another mm-hmm. great angle. I, I just, it, it blows my mind is, so he kills her. And then like a couple days later, like what, why, why does that not just descend into pure civil war between the Dothrakis and the, the unsullied versus the West you know, John Snow's people like that should have just been pure civil war. I'm not like it's, well, Grey Worm's not stupid. He knows that if he kills Jon Snow, the entire North Army attacks. Uh, I mean, maybe. But you could say that, too. You could say so Jon Snow's in not stupid, but he should know if he kills Danny, it's going to cause all of the Dothraki to come after him. I, I agree with that. But, and, and But the thing is, is Jon Snow doesn't care. He just knows she needs to die. I think he assumed he would not live. Right, and that, whether that it was, might all be wh- fine, yeah. Whether it was Drogon, the fucking Unsullied, or the Dothraki who kill him, he was not expecting to live. Right, That's and I, I would agree with that, but they just don't react that way. I, I would, I would, I'm with that idea that I maybe don't agree with it being a full civil war, but would John have, like of anybody that should have died, like Tyrion, I can understand to a degree why they didn't immediately kill him, because I mean, Varys got a day, basically, but they killed him at the end of the day, something like that. And, but John kills Danny. You see Grey Worm in his uh, <coughs> conflict when he's talking about executing the gold, the Golden Company. They already have some beef there. He kills Danny, and Grey Worm doesn't just immediately murder him. He throws a spear at an unarmed Lannister soldier just because because Danny's mad. Nah. Also, like, he's still reeling from the loss of uh, Mel- uh, sure. Masande. There, okay, there you go. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's too. true. He's reeling from Masande. Um, so it, it is weird to me that Jon Snow just isn't dead immediately. Yeah. And not to mention, this is a thing that I didn't really give much thought to, but it makes sense when somebody pointed, when I heard someone pointed out. Um, so Drogon takes her body which has the knife in it and flies yeah. away yep so the only way anybody knows anything is because Jon Snow told them even Yara oh, knew Yara I... knew and she wasn't even fucking there so I I was Jon Snow what? had to confess himself he could come up with some narrative Donnie just like she just she just said she's out dude I don't know she, man yeah she's going to Esso she said she'll so, back. and how do you explain cigarettes. this pool of blood Jon Snow I don't and know. This melted fucking throne. I don't, she got dude, that mad. was pretty. That she was, was pretty going cool. crazy, dude. That was really cool watching the that was. the dragon destroy the throne. Like, yeah, I don't know exactly what. What do you like? What are, what are your theories on what exactly that that was supposed to symbolize? Is it just a okay. destruction of the throne? It's or, or, or of the power structure itself, or I don't know. There's there's two different ways to look at this. There's one, there's there's like the biological reason he did it, and that is the dagger that he was that she was stabbed with smelled like Valerian steel, and the throne is made of Valerian steel. So he just took it, took it out on what he believed to be the closest thing to he would blame the steel for for the death. Okay, that's that's <laughs> like that's the, the it's biological. Just sword, yeah. On the yeah. surface of it, that's why an animal reacts that way. However, I would the, think that's it. Yeah, like the the deeper meaning is this entire journey she's been on has been for this 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 seat, mm-hmm. and all it brought her was death. Yeah, she is my mother. There's nothing else that I can do except destroy 
what killed her, and that was the quest for the throne. Yeah, that's and that's the one I, that we took away yeah. from it when we were watching it. Like he, dragons are smarter than we understand than we know, and they he recognized the connection and said, "Fuck that thing," and I'm melting it, yeah. and I'm okay. leaving. Fair enough. So somebody, yeah, thank God nobody ever told him that like swords don't kill people. People kill people. <laughs> 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 like, the, the, pretty, like there were pretty good. after he ki- like this episode, there was like a five minute portion of this episode where I was completely entrenched in not knowing what was going to happen next, and it was right after he stabbed her because yeah. the dragon comes around. Does the dragon kill John? Does John climb onto the dragon? Does like what happens? Yeah, yeah. And then there's probably a reason they don't show anything between that scene and the the scene with all of the uh i guess other characters what the hell the right, nobles they go out when they yeah go the out noble the, the noble yeah. people there's a reason they don't show any of that stuff is because i'm sure it's hard to justify on film the outcome that they came to oh dude, dude yeah i mean you couldn't show the scene because the the scene it has to be civil war like in reality this has to be civil war you just killed this is like a total constitutional crisis. Who rules this place now? Like, it would just be complete madness. Yeah, and the Dothraki and the Unsullied hold King's Landing. That's where they're chilling. And they'll just be like, come the fuck on, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, that, yeah, they were really smart to just avoid talking about it. Yeah. I yeah. definitely thought there was going to be like a conflict of, of lineage <clears throat> with the two of them, since he's a Targaryen, which that narrative meant... Nothing. No, it other, did. Yeah, it did. Other yeah, than did. to agitate Danny, other than to yeah. facilitate certain things in the season that didn't ultimately mean anything. He's not the king because he's a Targaryen. We don't even know that he's fire immune. We don't know. Like it didn't mean anything. It's just a bullshit plot device. Red herring crap. I'll give yeah. you red herring. I don't. It, it did. It helped the plot develop. It sure. I'll give it, you it, that. But it's this very, is supposed to be a big deal. And it like was, his, it was, uh, it didn't have, like, it didn't have any bearing on the ending of it. And I guess that's what I mean by it's a big deal. That was supposed to be a really big deal. It was supposed to really mean something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or at yeah. least that's how it was portrayed. Yeah. I'm t- another epic ending would have been somehow Jon Snow becomes the Mad King. You know, like that would be an epic ending. Somehow he just kills her in cold blood and takes over. And you just never saw it coming, or something. You know, just something crazy like that would be yeah. cool too. But and and like the end of this show, the end of the season uh, was, was really yeah. like with with Bran taking the throne and Jon Snow ending back up at the Wall. That I think that that's the only thing all season that has been Game of Thronesy. Like, to send Jon Snow back to the wall? No, like he, here at the beginning of the season, the there's you know a few assumptions. One, Jon's gonna be on the throne. Two, Danny's gonna be on the throne. Three, they're both gonna be on the throne. Four, somehow Tyrion is on the throne. Though, like those were five. Yeah, there's no you. throne. Yeah, Bran. The and, idea and of Bran being there. king, you just cannot predict that at all. You know, I, I will say that uh, most of this season was very unpredictable. You could you couldn't predict a lot of the stuff that happened in it. So you got to give them some credit. 
But I think that's what pisses some people off is they wanted it to be predictable almost. Like they already had an idea of how this was supposed to end. Yeah. I, from my understanding, it's the opposite that there were too much of the stuff was for sh- it, they're trying to subvert our expectations by subverting our expectations kind of thing. Like they're, they're just subverting just to do it, not just to for the actually sake of be. Sub- yeah. yeah. Like killing Rhaegal, what, like I said before, is more for shock value subversion. Than it is actually like, oh God, I never expected Ned's head to get chopped off. I thought he'd get saved in the last minute. Wait a minute, a raven came. Joffrey, it says let him go. You'd think something like that's going to happen. No, his fucking head got cut off. That's some real. That was some real subversion. So, uh, some of the stuff that happens in the season is is not that kind of subversion anymore. It's different writing. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a completely different show that they've been making for the past three seasons. And as I said, I think the only thing that is classic Game of Thrones is them giving it to Bran the Broken. I can kind of go with that since they just finally come up and say stories are the whole point of the Game of Thrones. Our story, you know, story is the core element that we're trying to preach to you. Like I've heard people say Martin's writing for the early seasons or a lot of it is like anti-war or something something and people try and find meaning in what's the core meaning of a story you know what's it trying to teach me kind of thing yeah and and in this episode pretty much by itself they make it sound like story and that sort of thing is what matters and i heard somebody talk about that the wheel you know danny's whole thing was let's break the wheel let's change the wheel let's have a different wheel and now we're just back to the wheel and i disagree i disagree with that no, uh, no, they're it, not back to the wheel. You got Bran on the throne. Well, well, right, it's in a better they, they, a they, ruler, maybe. Like by, by they, the wheel, I mean like the structure of power is still the same. Is well, what, yeah, the structure of power is still the same. I however, don't think it is. However, it's not a monarchy anymore. Exactly. Yeah, like you're you're not just you're just Wait, not given not? you're not given the throne just because you happen to come out of the right vagina. Like well, yeah, when Bran like dies, well, they're like the mm-hmm. UN now. Each state. Uh, votes on who will be the leader, basically, yeah. like the the leader of, you know, the six six countries. The, the they all choose who will be the king. Did, right? Did they say that's going to be a static thing, or did they yeah. just say that for that moment? No, that's exactly what they said. They said that it, okay. they, like, you know, next From time we need we'll a king, a... we'll do the same thing. Okay. I definitely knew they were choosing it in that moment that way. I didn't realize that they. Maybe I missed that. Yeah. I still love. I can't. I think it was your Josh Chandler or Alcaraz that put it on Facebook that Sam tries to create democracy. Nah, fuck that. We don't need that. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. I and I actually kind of liked where it was going. I thought he was going to say something like, you know, with the Night's Watch, we'd put little pegs, little circle things on poles, and that's how we'd all and we'd all vote. Why don't we just do that in restaurants? And then they Uh. use poor little poor Sam. Yeah, no, it's fun. not poor Sam. Sam is a maester now. No, yeah, somehow he's the grand maester. I guess yeah. he's lucky that everyone else is dead. Like Pisces. Yeah, I thought he was taking over Varus's role when I first saw him, but that's uh, not nah. the case. Varus. Nah, nah. yeah. He's he's yeah. They didn't have a master whisper, master of whispers. I think that that's was one right. They, were they didn't say that. Yeah, he's like yeah. They were missing like that and coin maybe. No. Or, no, that was old. Braun um, was coin. Yeah, yeah, Ron was coin. Yeah, that scene was really strange. That was just a weird I, scene. Like, I really liked that scene a lot. I enjoyed it too because it's like just a 
slice of life kind of thing, and I like some of that. Uh, but it, 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 like, okay, here's one thing. This, the, the end of this episode felt like Lord of the Rings. And I feel like that's not what Game of Thrones is supposed to feel like. Yeah. What do you mean, like, kind of a good ending? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, too, a little too... <laughs> Yeah, a little too happy of an ending. John gets to. John is told, and I'm not. And I'm look. I'm doing my best here to avoid doing the talking about the shit I'd like to talk about. Like, why the fuck is Tyrion giving so much of a fucking mouthpiece at that meeting when they want to kill him? Right, he's, he's like sitting there in shackles, running the whole meeting. Yeah, right. Yeah, somehow he dis, he gets on the on board to decide how the fuck all this shit's gonna play out, even though his ass should be dead, and somehow. The fucking unsullied are okay with sending John to the to the Night's Watch, even though they don't know what the fuck that means. And then they just go to North, so it doesn't really matter that he's sent to Night's Watch. So who the fuck cares? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just that's so true. Like, I'm what? trying not to say the to really get into that, but the like, there's just some weird things. It's just too clean. Like John gets to go to Night's Watch. Arya's going to go visit the West, which is the first thing we've ever heard of that. I think. Yeah, and yep. Sansa farther than the map. You know, the North gets to be annexed and gets their the Queen of the North, Queen of the North, and all. You know, they finally get the thing they've wanted. Yeah, she, like, they're independent. Every, they're the independent from the rest. Yeah, just everything. Yeah. It's just wrapped up a little too clean. For, right, and I, right. And I have no idea what it should have been, but th- that's not Game of Thrones to me. I don't think it should have been that clean. And I, and you know what, I completely agree. Yeah, and and, and 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 I have to go back to what I said earlier. The last three seasons have all been written in that way. Things have been way cleaner the past three years. There haven't been any surprise deaths or deaths to you know to people who were mid story arc, and we don't get to see how things you know play out. Yeah, we I got mean, to see how yeah. everything plays out. It was very clean, very very tidy. It was a very tidy ending. And it was, yeah. If Homeboy ever finishes the books, I can't imagine that that's how he's going to end them. Dude, no. Oh, hell no. Hell There's no, no fucking way. See, I think he, he has such a genius uh, a view on what power is, you know? So, so like, I don't know. Because of his view of power, like, things, I don't know. He, he has just a, oh, man. They were so good. It's just sad. So fucking sad. Yeah. <laughs> that he never finished. Yeah, they didn't finish in time. We didn't get to see the visual representation of it. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to touch on and uh, before we get out of here? Hmm. Um, I think it's an injustice that Pod is... And I wish they'd have been a little clearer, but I think it's an easy thing to guess that he's in the Kingsguard. And of all people that should not be able to give their dick to the women, it should not be Pod. Poor motherfucker. <laughs> Poor tripod is, yeah, Podrick. He's the one. He's wheeling around, uh, Bran. So we don't know exactly if he's in the Kingsguard or if he's just an assistant to Bran. But if he's in the Kingsguard, poor poor tripod is just that's unfortunate. Poor tripod. Like, there's a lot of different people in fucking Game of Thrones that can't use their dick. Like, (laughs) whether he gets cut off or they're at the Night's Watch or they're. A fucking Kingsguard, like. Oh, you know, you know what? I actually did this seriously to say this that I talk about people with no dicks. I really enjoyed uh, Theon 
for the most part. I, I felt like he had a generally good uh, end to to his situation that he and he gets killed and all, of course. But it, it, yeah. he went again. He went a good way. He went knowing he did well. You know, this is Brand telling him, you know, this is where you were supposed to be to be in this moment. All the things you did. I, I really liked. We didn't talk about that during that episode. During talking about yeah. that episode, but I really liked that. Arguably, he got the most heroic ending of anyone in the show. He did. That's that's a good. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good way to put that. He really did. Pretty heroic. Mm. Like, uh, but yeah, I mean, all in all, I, I don't know. I, you know, I I just sat here and said, we we said a bunch of negative stuff about the show or whatever this uh or this season. You know, really. I, it wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't just miserable the way people are saying online. I know? and yeah, and I agree with that. Th- this talking to Dan- to Sergio a little bit more than you. When hearing this stuff, this is the thing that I don't really agree with everybody else about. Maybe I care about the nitpicky things that I say, but as a whole, the show, the season's not that bad. It's not this like you raped Star Wars or Indiana Jones shit like South Park talked about. <laughs> nobody's nobody has raped game of thrones to me is it as good as it once was no i don't I, and i think there's a lot of controversial decisions that were made i think they wrote too differently from the original few seasons but it is not that bad <laughs> it, it is not I, a, I i respect you being so careful when you say that shit I, i'm trying too i'm trying to <laughs> It's written differently, <laughs> but it it is. It's but it's not that bad. It's not terrible. Maybe it's egregious to these people for different reasons, and it's maybe disrespectful to its source material. Maybe, but I, in and of itself, of a TV show, it's good to me. It's not bad. It is very entertaining. Yeah, and and, and I guess my my final thoughts on it are, I'm going to say it's better than good better than like much better than good like you can just cut me out of this podcast then (laughs) (laughs) the the reason i say that is like we got two possibly three of the most um, no i'm gonna say two two of the most epic tell like hour and a half of television that has ever been on tv you're right from from, from, from a visual spectacle to okay. just uh, like the cinematography, we got oh, two yeah. movies yeah. that were banging. Yeah, the, the just whole see, battle. This season yeah. alone. Are you talking and, about like episode five and three? Yeah, and yeah, coming into the season, yeah, there is one hundred percent. There is no way to meet expectations. Sure, simply yeah. isn't going to yeah. happen. It's, uh, yeah, not so, specific ones. Right. So so. What we came out of the season with, while individuals may not be happy with how it went, ultimately, the fact that it happened, the fact that we were able to breach the end of this and experience it all together in the it like in such a seismic way, is probably a bit a better story to tell than how it ended. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, dude, I, honestly, I don't believe that it's possible to end a show like that. Like, this, it, there's too much hype. There's no way to satisfy everybody. Yeah. It's like the in only 2019 way to pro- Internet America. I mean, you just can't. 
in, I, I can agree with that to a point. In 2019, the only way to have a satisfying conclusion to Game of Thrones is to not have season eight. Yeah, just stop it's it. For, it just, it just, just let it get canceled. Because I mean, man, ta- yeah, we'll, we'll live live on as oh, it just should have went on for another season. We should have seen how everything closed up. It was so amazing. Now, all of these people who are butthurt about season eight are going to live with being butthurt for the next 30 years rather than <laughs> or until George puts out the books, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's which one ever happens first until it's, is there any evidence that he's still working on them as of last year? He was still working on them. Yeah. It's a lot of this stems from him. Not, you know, there's a lot of people to blame for, I hadn't really said it. Their, their writing is, is, more different is too different from what I'm would like it to be comparatively, but it's not all their fault. It, some of the blame is that Martin didn't finish appropriate as he was supposed to, like he was contractually obligated to finish the books way back when they started this. That does it guys. Oh, we made it seasons of game of Thrones in the books. This podcast is in the books. What was the best moment of the season for both of you? Like singular moment. Brianna's cherry popped. Really? Okay. Really? <laughs> is that your moment? <laughs> it can be his moment. Fuck it. I don't care. I'm just. Yeah, I, I want to make sure you're not really. being it's, it's just the city getting toppled. Like it was just. I mean, it's just epic. Mm. Arya Stark stabbing the Night King. Okay. You're just trying to be an asshole. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, like, know, I know. I know. <laughs> Like that's another moment where I was fucking cheering in my living room. Like, yeah, I get that. My favorite moment was probably Tyrion and Jamie's talk in the tent. That was probably my favorite moment. That's a good moment. That was, it was just so is good dialogue. Very heartfelt speech between them. Two brothers, one looking out for the other and just telling that. That is a good one, man. That's pretty, it was pretty good. That was such a touching moment to me. You know, I, yeah. I've seen enough battle spectacle and things like that from th- TV shows and animes and movies. Like, that's not as crazy to me. <laughs> Anime ruined my Game of Thrones. Okay. I mean, basically, I mean, you saw Kill Bill. What does this have to, what does this <laughs> offer you at all? Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Reed Walker, Daniel Key, I thank you for joining me this evening. Thank you for having us, Sergio Lugo. Yeah. Yes, thank you for second. supplying us with this space. Uh, tune in next time. I'm Sergio. Uh, this is Reality Breach. Follow us wherever you can follow us. I'm not going to go into any of that stuff. We're already running long. <laughs> tune in next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, The Black Pocket Podcast, The Unapologetic Experience, and Shellheads, a TMNT podcast, all available at realitybreached.com.